Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Tristan sent me a story. I said, Steve, check out the story involving the pickleball course. Now, pickleball is something I'm aware of, but I've never played. It's like cornhole. I've seen it on TV for some weird reason, but I've never played it. I understand how the game works. But pickleball is apparently becoming so popular that pickleball courts are popping up everywhere. And if they pop up near where you live, the noise and sounds from the pickleball court might annoy you. Apparently, it makes more sound and noise than other sports might make. So an addition of a pickleball court is now pitting neighbor against neighbor and has led to lawsuits. And this is in Arizona from KFVS12.com. Amy Cutler and Andrew McMunn wrote this. The rise of pickleball in an Arizona neighborhood has turned neighbor against neighbor and has even resulted in lawsuits being filed. Pickleball is kind of a mix between tennis, badminton, and ping pong and is the fastest growing sport in the U.S., according to some people. The demand for the sport has many cities, towns, and homeowners associations trying to keep pace. Many passionate players are even advocating for basketball and tennis courts to be converted to pickleball courts. And I've seen places where there's a basketball court or a tennis court that nobody's using. And, of course, if you convert that into a pickleball court, uh, people might use it. Of course, it might make some sound then, too. So TV station spoke to Tyler Minton and his wife Clarissa, who both said it took just a few games to determine that they were pickleballers. They loved it. Clarissa said it's an easy game to pick up. Then you're pretty competitive and everybody can play. They often play at Encanto Park in Phoenix. The city has tried to meet the growing demand for the sport over the past few years. They said they've converted tennis courts into pickleball courts at two parks and have another in the works. But in private communities is where it gets complicated. And so, again, if there's a court that the city's got in a park and more people want to play pickleball than tennis... Yeah, convert it and knock yourself out. I, I, don't, I don't think that's a problem. But people are bothered by the noise from the game. So one woman and her partner recorded the sound and video from a pickleball court near their house in Scottsdale, saying it's painful. It's completely changed my life, the woman said. In the videos shared with a TV station, the repetitive popping noise of the ball hitting the paddles of the players can be heard. It's distracting. It's high-pitched. You lose your concentration, the man said. The North Scottsdale homeowners said their HOA didn't consult them when they converted a nearby tennis court into two pickleball courts. And keep in mind that a homeowners association runs and operates all of the common elements and is generally an entity that answers to the homeowners. So think of it as a government body, okay? And the government body is elected by the members, the homeowners, right? And so if they do something that you don't like, there should be a a way for you to try to address that. So the complaint here is that the homeowners say they were not consulted when the Stonegate Community Association made this decision. My problem is that the HOA didn't do due diligence, They didn't do a sound study prior to putting the court in, the man said. Now, a guy with S&W acoustics and noise control told KPHO, a TV station, that he sees this all the time. He's called in to do noise mitigation studies. It's intrusive. 
It's a high onset rate, which is similar to other high impact sounds, he said. The thing that people complain about is the popping sound that the paddle makes when the ball hits the paddle. When compared to tennis, more people are able to play at one time with pickleball. In conversions, a tennis court is turned into two pickleball courts, which means up to eight people can play at the same time in the same space. Uh, Meanwhile, the sound guy advises against changeovers like that. He's usually called in once they've been done to conduct a study. He then uses the data from the study to develop a noise abatement plan, which often comes down to putting something between the court and the homeowner who's complaining, usually in the form of a wall. But the sound guy says that does not always fix the problem. Pickleball really is different, and it needs to be planned for differently than other sports, he said. He advises courts be at least 150 feet from homes, and in the case of the couple complaining here, the court is 65 feet away. So it's, it's less than half the distance that the sound expert suggests. Stonegate confirmed to the TV station it recently called in a noise expert. HOA recommended building two 12-foot walls at a cost of $140,000. And when hearing that, the homeowners voted it down. So again, the homeowners had a say in whether to put up the sound abatement wall, but they say they weren't asked about making this a pickleball court. The HOAs are trying to make everyone happy, so it's kind of hard for them. The last resort for many is filing a lawsuit. So there's an attorney who's based in New Hampshire who's handled several of these cases nationwide. He says it's a new noise and people aren't used to it. and They're not sure how to handle it yet. So he explained that in private communities, HOA boards control the common areas. And again, the HOA boards answer to the homeowners who get to vote on those people in office from time to time. Courts have routinely said that as long as they're not doing anything blatantly illegal, they can do anything they want, referring to the Homeowners Association board, okay? So the attorney said he tells homeowners to be very careful with your vote. These are the people you are giving power to. I haven't seen anyone win one yet, and I'd be surprised if they did. And so he's pointing out that when you elect them to do something, that is run the place, and they're doing something that's not illegal and running the place, your recourse is not to sue them and say they did their job wrong. Your recourse is at the ballot box. And next election, vote other people in or vote yourself in, and then you can fix it or the new board can fix it if there's the political will to get that done. That's always the issue. The Stonegate Community Association provided a statement saying in part that it takes the concerns of all of its residents seriously and took the step of limiting the court hours in order to address the noise complaint while balancing the desire of other residents to continue to have their use of the courts. So that would appear to be a step in the right direction. It just depends on what hours they've limited it to and do they enforce the hours. HOA also said it consulted with a sound abatement specialist to determine what sound modifications could be made, but the suggestion was a wall that would cost $140,000, which was then voted down by the association members. So the two people at the top say, that limiting the hours people can play hasn't really helped. The courts have become so popular that there's always people playing. So they say you can use the court from 10 in the morning until 9 at night. It's just wall-to-wall pickleball. Now, are people playing past that or before that? That would be a problem. Somebody would have to enforce those rules. 
But then again, this is not how you make friends in your neighborhood. So it's a great sport, I'm sure. My problem isn't really with them, the guy says. He said the ideal outcome for himself and his partner would be to have the courts removed. Couple said they intend to file a lawsuit, which, as noted from the attorney above, probably won't result in anything. And so I've mentioned before that living in a condo association or any homeowners association or anything where there's common elements and there's a governing body that you elect to run the place, okay, varies from state to state. But generally speaking, that board and the association have got a lot of power. And also the documents that govern your ownership have got a lot of power. And so I know people who've moved into homeowners associations and never read the controlling documents. I've also had people tell me, Steve, I moved into a place with a homeowners association and I like it. They keep the place clean. They keep the place quiet. They run it really nice. And that's possible also. There's a reason these places exist. But you have to understand how much power that board has. And it's unfortunate that the board went ahead and just decided to put the pickleball courts in without putting that to a vote the way that they put the $140,000 wall to a vote. But of course, converting the pickleball courts might not have cost any significant amount of money. And they might have thought, why hold a vote if it's not going to cost any money? We've got a bunch of people clamoring for a pickleball court. So unfortunately, the situation here is going to be that, yeah, next time these board members are up for election, try to see if you can get some people on the board that think the way you do and go from there. But this does remind me of all of the stories that we hear about where somebody moves someplace and then complains about what's next door. Was that place next door there when you moved there or did it show up later? And so, for example, we've heard of stories about people who move out in the country. Oh, I want to live in the country. And springtime rolls around. They go, what's that smell? And their next door neighbor, who's a farmer, is spreading something on his property that drifts with the wind. Okay? And they're upset, and they start calling the police and calling everybody, going, it's got to be a violation of something. This, this stuff stinks. And somebody has to tell them, to go, um, farming operations often involve things that have odors. Depending on which way the wind is blowing, you're going to encounter this a couple times a year. That's what farms do, okay? And the farm was there before you were. But on the other hand, let's suppose you bought a piece of property out in the middle of nowhere, and you're out there enjoying your quiet, and the next day after you've moved in, you see bulldozers, and you go over, what's going on, guys? Oh, we're putting in a drag strip. We're putting in a drag strip. We're going to be racing funny cars and top fuel dragsters out here. Uh, not just on the weekends, by the way. We're going to be doing it seven days a week, 52 weeks a year. We don't even, we don't even take Christmas off. We're going to be <laughs> racing funny cars on Christmas morning. Uh, so just, hey, nice to meet you. Oh, you're our neighbors. Cool. <laughs> I have sympathy for somebody who says, you know, I moved into a quiet neighborhood and then somebody else moved in and made it noisy because how would you know that that was going to happen in the future? So here the real question is, and I don't know the answer to this, but I've seen condo associations, homeowners associations, and maps of them. And I suspect what would happen if you had a map of this situation. If you look to where the pickleball court was, it's going to be where there's a, a unit right here, a house right here, and that's where these people live. And then there's a few people who live nearby, but there's going to be people who live farther out who can't even hear this. So if you ask them if you got a problem with pickleball, they're going to say, no, we don't. you got no problem at all. That's a problem? I can't hear it. <laughs> and un unfortunately, 
Of course, the people who live closest to it would be the most annoyed by it, especially if it is loud. And if you look up pickleball complaints on the internet, you'll get a whole host of articles about these situations. And I've actually seen them happening in extremely small communities. And I saw one out of the Upper Peninsula of Michigan in a small town that I honestly thought, well, if something like pickleball were to arrive there, it wouldn't get there for about 10 more years. Oh, no, 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 no. It arrived this past summer, and it got there in time for them to set up a pickleball court and in time for the neighbors to complain. So apparently it's a little noisier than tennis or basketball. But of course, as you can imagine also, if there's a basketball court next door to your place and they've got lights out there in the summertime, there might be kids playing there till late at night, and that's another story. So this is the one where... The pickleball court got added without a vote, but the sound abatement being put to a vote was voted down. So people who live next to it are contemplating a lawsuit, but the lawyer says, well, go ahead and try. You're probably not going to win on that one. So there you go. Tristan, thanks for sending it. KFVS12.com, published it, written by Amy Cutler and Andrew McMunn. Questions or comments, put them below. This will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. The open road is there. It will always be there. You just have to decide when to take it.